Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Everybody's got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think he's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Here we are again with the last breath, boys. Still cracking bush lights. Still having a good time. Coming at you with number two on the Last Breath TV, Jesse and Matt coming at you, sharing stories, sharing uh, you know, the more the more bush light you drink, the better the stories get. That's I think I, after after this whole ordeal, I'm feeling like that's really how this whole thing works yeah, out, man. That's how it works out, you know. Uh, you get loosened up, you start feeling good, start flowing on the episodes. Um, here we go, episode two, Last Breath. Getting the real stuff out this time. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get into the partners real quick, and then we we'll get you right to the episode. We're gonna talk about Ingram. We're gonna go do a special video for Ingram here coming soon. We're gonna get that guys out you out to you. It's gonna be a little bit different than what you see for a taxidermist to have to share on social media. We're uh, very excited to do that for him. Um, something that we're working with him for partnering with this podcast we want to bring you know some different stuff to the table for for potential uh sponsors and this is something that we can really really do and think that we can help his company grow and, <laughs> and uh just show you, how cool the duty is if you want a good laugh just youtube taxidermy yeah and just 
hit the play button. Yeah. I mean, it's there's some wild shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm gonna say about so, that. We're we're excited to do that. We're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. It is really gonna show what Ingram can do. Is is what we're yeah. gonna do. Yeah, and uh, show you what uh, what a quality mount means to somebody. Yeah. So. Yep. So be on the lookout for that. That's pretty exciting news for for Ingram. Um, ACW, we plan on doing kind of the same thing, but a little bit different. We wanna yep. we wanna show what really goes into these calls, the work that he puts in them. We wanna kind of have him share his his uh, veteran experience, his military experience, and how his idea of creating this call and uh, the passion that he puts into every call and the quality that goes into it. Because we can talk about calls, but as someone can relate Jeff as a person, because we know him personally, mm-hmm. awesome dude, you know? Yeah, super. If, if you can relate that in a video format to what he's actually putting in, hand work in these calls, it the calls have the meaning that they have to mean you to the people that are listening, you know? So, uh, and I mean, so yeah, we're, we're going to try to show that. And then if you guys buy one, and you, and you hit it, you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. You're going to be like, this is an awesome call. Sound quality is great. And I just supported a veteran business. Right. You for know, cheap as shit, too. For, for as much as you're going to pay for any other call on the market. Oh, way way you know? less. I mean, and these are handmade. Yep. I mean, handmade quality calls that you can get in any way you want. I mean, it's just... we. We can't say enough about them, dude. I mean, just just Jeff. I mean, uh, to me, the a person makes the product better. You know, what I mean, if if uh, if the person creating this product is passionate and and you can just see it, you know, in their product, then you know it's it's solid and it's a good product for sure. Let's let's talk about the VIP, the Veteran Innovative Products. We want to talk. We want to hit you a little bit something. We hit you on the Veteran all the time because we're passionate. We want to hit you with the guillotine, dude. Me and homie have decided, or I have decided, that I am slocking the head off a turkey next year during bow season. So, story time. Not really a long one, but I was at Bass Pro today. (laughs) Dude, I seen, well, so I was in there to buy new arrows. I was like, well, I'll just see, you know, I don't know where they've gotten to the point to where, you know, they're going to have the veteran there. But I'm I'm just going to look, you know, just be nosy. And then I, you know, I'm just scrolling down. They got like mechanicals, and then they got you know fixed, and then they get down to like turkey broadheads, and sure as shit, boom, guillotine, aerodynamic solutions. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I I take it off the rack. Who's turn, on the back? Turn it over. The I, legend. The, the myth. legend with a turkey down. I was like, dude, that is Matt, sick. Matt Fuderay. Hope I didn't murder his last Fuderay. name. Fuderay. Fuderay. <laughs> dude, there's Matt on the back with a picture of a turkey down. And I'm telling you what, like, if you were to take this ECW call and just hold it in your hand, like, that's the packaging for this guillotine broadhead because it's four by four. I know, so that's it, insane. So it's a two inch, two inch blade on either side of the head, and then you got north and south, east and west, <laughs> just two inches every direction. The thing was huge, dude. You, you I'm just, shooting you, a slug bug at this turkey, <laughs> man. You just got to go check it out. The guillotine, it was like 44 bucks for a three pack. I mean, it was super, yeah. super affordable. 
you got to check it out. I'm super stoked for like that. Like Cody said, if you're not very good with a broadhead at a turkey's head, you can miss you by can, like four inches you and can, still you can still miss cut the head off and that still thing. still make contact. If I could, if twenty yards, four inches, I got it. I think I got that. Oh, dude, tw- <laughs> as long as that thing is standing still, yeah. Just go out there and be like, hey, man, don't move. I'm about to slock your head off in the most American way possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The the new uh, uh, sponsor of the podcast, uh, Scentlock. Uh, what do you want to cover? I, w- I think I want to cover uh, the Real Realtree OG suit on this. Realtree OG suit. That's a full season tactic. Yeah, I got the tactic too. Yep. What What do you think about the new stuff that came out this year? The the early season. I, I'm liking that a lot too. Early season, not bad. Yeah. Um, you know, it's rated for 60 degrees and above. Yeah. Um, I did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't have any of that. I, I've never had any of that. Um, That's good for the South boys. But you know? like you know, if you want to go to Missouri, you know, yeah. September 15th, I think you need to jump on that. Yeah, you know, I, there, I, I, you know, it's going to be 60. Yeah, I think I, Bryant and and Justin down there in Mississippi and Texas, 60 degree. I mean, oh, shit, they're wearing early season all year. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean? December 2nd. We're yeah. still in. You know, 60. It's like 58 out. You know, <laughs> right. peak rut. You know, <laughs> but they would have hand warmers. So, yeah, I, I mean, know. It's it's got not a like cold us. warning down in Mississippi at 55. <laughs> if we were going down there, it'd be different. Yeah. We'd be in a tank top. I'd be in a yeah. wife beater. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about the 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 OG Realtree, man. I'm excited to get that suit. I, uh, I know. Um, the, the, they got the concealed carry pouch, which I think is super cool for, for a lot of people. Um, super high quality on the, the product, plus the zippers, super high quality. Yep. Um, just like I was saying today, um, or saying earlier with the with the guillotine broadhead, I was at Bass Pro, checked out the whole Senlock section. Um, they got a really good display right now. They've got the uh, the early season in the mid, which you can get the the real tree OG out there in the mid with the full season tactics suit, um, the upper and the lower. So yeah, I, definitely I, uh, check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked to get that in. Just bought the brand new suit this year. Uh, Gonna put the old felt away and get away from the cockaburs and go with the tactic suit yes. this year and uh, and rep that OG real tree oh, oh, oh real tree OG man I just mixed that up dude like, you just murdered that I just murdered that gosh um, dang don't forget our fifteen percent off code for Scentlock is on the website at whitetaillegacypodcast.com. Um, you can listen to every episode there you can view all our YouTube videos there. And um, any pictures that we want to throw up there is going there. Yep, that's true. So so all you got to do, man, copy that link, copy, paste, baby, copy it, click the scent lock button, send it right to the website, paste it, and you get that 50% off Whitetail Legacy Podcast style. Every listener we have is smart enough to do that because I believe in you guys. Yeah. 15% off scent lock. We're going to get... We're going to get... We're going to close up this intro right into the VIP Veteran Broadhead shout out. This week on the VIP Veteran Broadhead Shoutout, we have Michael Lemansky. He is a Sergeant First Class in the U.S. Army. He's an Airborne Ranger, currently assigned as a Ranger Instructor at the U.S. Army at Fort Benning, Georgia. He's also deployed to Afghanistan for a total of 22 months. He's also been in the Army for nine years. Um, I think this guy is actually going to be a guest on a podcast coming up. So Nice. Um Something to look out for him and uh, Michael. We 
truly appreciate your service to this country, man. Yeah, Michael, if you can comment on this, make sure and uh, let me know what podcast, because I'm a podcast junkie. I'd no, like... no, no. He's going to be on our podcast. Oh, on our podcast? Yes. Oh, man, I'm stoked now. <laughs> I, th- I thought like a podcast. You no. had me confused. Yeah, heck no. yeah, dude. That'd be sweet, man. We'd love to have you on, Mike. Just just send send a homie a message, and we'll get that. We're going to lined up, dude. Yeah, I was talking to him a little bit. Um we're gonna get it going. Heck yeah! He's been crushing us some deer. He been he's been putting in the back burner work, and I haven't even <laughs> noticed. Oh, thank God he gets the tech money, the tech guy money. Oh, I ju- I just geez. get the the voice money. That's all I get. <laughs> just the the opening intro uh, voice. I wonder money. if it pays better. No, like it doesn't. Know. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. Last breath, round two. Uh, Hope you it guys gets enjoy. wild. It gets wild. We have a good time. Um, talk about deer shooting off the ground. What in the... Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. He hates when I say that because it's in the intro, but I still like to say it because we've done it from the start. But We got Matt and Jesse in studio. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you guys? Not too bad. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for coming. What about 40-minute drive, so we appreciate you coming up. To this uh, in construction studio <laughs> with the air conditioner running. <laughs> hey, it looks good. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming, dude. We we've been following your stuff for a long time. We like you your you guys' videos is what we want to do. I mean, that shit's it's awesome. So, anything we can learn from you and uh, listeners can learn hunting, video, and whatever. I mean, you guys are wealth of knowledge because you've been doing it for a long time. So get into it. Ask him a question, homie. Get in here. Oh, we got homie in studio, too. Oh, yeah, I'm always here. Um, we're just going to start right off the get-go with something that we haven't talked about before on this podcast. Um, Jesse, I wanted to talk about your bear hunt that you did a couple years ago. Um, yeah, so uh, a bear hunting has always been was always a dream of mine. Um, as soon as I started hunting, it's just, you know, you, you watch the videos on TV or, or Facebook, and, and it's just, you know, sweet stuff so that was always a dream of mine to go on one and um i found this outfitter that out in colorado that uh, garrett had already planned on going on an antelope hunt there and so i kind of talked to him a little bit and we worked a deal out so garrett and i went out there and um yeah it was it was sweet uh the way it worked out i i shot him with a bow but uh you know I, I had a rifle tag as well. So you, if you out in Colorado, if you buy a rifle tag, you can use anything less power. So so basically on the hunt, I took a rifle and a bow. Nice. So could you legally have both with you at the same time? Right. Uh, all I had to do um, was if I was going to go shooting with a gun, all I had to do was pull the, the orange vest and the orange out pack out of my hat, or sorry, hat out of my pack, put it on, and shoot. If I was going bear hunting with a bow, I'd want a gun anyways. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, self-defense, man. I I don't know. I I don't know if you guys seen it, but there's a guy, I seen the video, he's traditional bear hunting off the ground in a blind and the bear comes right up and like touches yeah. the tip of his arrow. He's like reaching for the bear spray. I'm yeah. like, man, that's about that. Yeah. It's crazy. That's kinda how mine was. I, I, I shot mine off the ground with uh, a nature blind. So I was just basically I used I sat on the side of a mountain, wrapped some trees around me, and uh, worked it that way. Wow. Were you hunting bait there, or just... Colorado, it's illegal to hunt bait, so basically I just sat over a watering hole, 
You see how and, much uh, my bear knowledge is. <laughs> uh, I I sat over like an elk white, uh, like an elk, you know, feeding or a watering hole wallow there, and and that that morning I went out and there was elk bugling all around me. It was sweet. And uh, the night before, there was a guy hunting elk there, and he saw two bears come into that watering hole or whatever you want to call it and uh swim around and and um basically hang out there for quite some time and the guide put or the outfitter put me there the next morning and we sealed the deal on that deal nice we what what kind of bear was that was it a cinnamon or yeah just a traditional black bear but he was a color phase cinnamon so yeah Yeah, that's cool man to say the least he actually had better better luck elk cutting out there than i did (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah what? What? <laughs> Awkward oh, pause. Yeah, don't look at me like you're supposed to say something, but yeah. Yeah, bear, me and Ryan talk about bear hunting a lot. Um, it's something that we want to do, but it's like, where do you go? You know what I mean? How do you figure out sure. where you want to go? And we don't know any of the laws, obviously, because I didn't know you couldn't bait in Colorado. But Well, that's kind of why I chose Colorado. It's just because, I don't know, I don't have anything against the baiting bears. It's super legal, and, it, you know, it's, it's you know. If most of the time, if you're gonna sit out there long enough, you're gonna see one. Yeah. I wanted my first one to be, kind of, more legit. More not not yeah yes in a sense, but yeah, kind of yeah. Um, how, did you get that bear mounted or uh, did you just euro it? I I uh, got his skull boiled and then I made a rug out of him, so he's sitting in my bedroom. Nice. He's actually got really sweet pictures of him on that rug. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I told you I'd have to do if you shot him. You if you like shoot a bear, Ron Burgundy style. Yeah, you have to do that. Like if you get a bear rug, it's like you just that's something you have to do. But how how did it taste, man? Because it I mean I know like some people say that if it's on bait, it's not a very good you know. Taste it, bear. Or... It was good. I mean, it's it's a real red meat. There was no, like, um, I couldn't believe it. The first time I, you know, just cooked up some hamburger or whatever, it was like zero grease, zero fat on it. So it was unbelievably lean, but it was real. It's a real red kind of. It doesn't taste. You know, I don't know. It's it's good. It's it's different for yeah. sure. It's probably why he's so fit. He's just been eating <laughs> bear <laughs> eating bear meat for two years. <laughs> Another awkward pause. Yeah, I don't know what is. We're pretty good as all with you guys. Yeah. Um, are do you do you have plans to go do another bear hunt here soon, or is that still kind of far off again? I I I want to go on another one. Every year, every spring, I'm like, man, it's, it's, I'm, I'm ready to go. But you know, money takes money, and I've got one. That was my gr- just dream to kill one. So eventually, I'd like to go back. I don't know how soon it'll be, but I've got some other goals I'd like to attain before I, I go on another hunt. It's or Matt's turn bear. now, right? So your turn to shoot a bear, yeah. right? I don't have any desire to shoot. That's you know, some no people desire. don't. That you don't want a bear business. rug in your living antlers. room? Antlers. Antlers only? Antlers only. Yeah, okay. I feel you. I feel you on that. But, yeah, I we got we got to go for a bear hunt. Just, just we, we were talking today. I was like, we got to do something, man. Yeah. I was like, we got we got vacation time. I said, we, we can have the money. It's as much money as we spent this year on hunting shit. We have the money to go somewhere, you know, next year. Go to like Manitoba or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. so. It seems like just, they're always loaded with huge ass bears. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of places. It's just how much money do you want to spend? Let's creep so. Ralph and Vicky on Facebook and see where they go bear hunting all the time. Yeah. They seem to always kill them. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, um, oh boy. one thing we want to get into with you. I heard he's a storyteller. So I'm Is ready. he? That's what I heard. <clears throat> all right. 
Um, I want to get into your hunt about shooting this buck off the ground real close. On the run. You got to be more specific. Which one? The the one on the run. Which one? (laughs) Yeah. Just start out with how many you shot off the ground, and then we'll we'll pick a couple. Well, I've shot four off the ground with no blind. Three with archery tackle. One with the muzzleloader. Yeah, the one I want to get into off the get-go is the the muzzleloader. Oh, shit. Well, um, I don't even know where to begin, really. We're checking cameras, and we're literally hunting, like, I'm talking a property as wide as your yard. That's, like, three, 400 yards long. It's the only timber for, like, two miles. Right next to a four-lane. You, place you'd never expect there to even be deer, let alone a deer of Black high one sixties caliber. And uh, to say, I was shocked when Jesse and I checked that card that day, and he was literally making a scrape in the lady's backyard, right next to her barn. We, uh, my God, damn! And then it was just, it was a nightmare for about a month, trying to figure out what the hell that deer was doing and where he was living at, and. It's such a such a weird area. You wouldn't think the deer actually live there, but some of them actually do. And uh, in fact, one of the local deer that lives there is this really old deer, old doe that we seem to uh, hate but love. Um, she busts us most most often times when we're there, hunting out of our stand. That's why we don't get in the air anymore. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know one thing. Jesse was pissed. The day we hunted that deer, I was very mad that day. We met uh, we met at the junction, and uh, wind was blowing about eighty six miles an hour. <laughs> Jesse's trying to get dressed outside his truck, and his truck door slamming shut, knocking him over. And he's like, "We're not going to see a goddamn deer today. I don't even know why we're going." And I'm like, "Dude, we got to go. Like it's it's his it's his time to be here. We have to go." So we threw hail mary. If we would have walked in, well, I guess if we would have walked in the same way we did when I killed a buck this last year on the same spot, we probably would have got busted because you're coming down off a, t- off a hillside and going right down into where you need to walk and walk right by the deer. So we took the long way, walked way out in the field. We actually walked past a three-and-a-half-year-old deer who had his nose on the ground and walked right past us on the other side of the creek. That's how windy it was. He didn't even know we were there. We were walking in a stock field. Mm-hmm. And he was like 25 yards away from us. So we walked like 600 yards back to this corner post we're checking it out. We're like, okay, we think he might be over here, so we're going to try it anyway. What else do we have to lose at this point? Because obviously what we've been doing wasn't working. So uh, we post up, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, I don't like where we're sitting at because right behind us to our north is uh really nasty thicket. It's like 60, 80-yard wide timber and uh, drops off on a hillside and there's a little creek and that seems to be where all the deer like to hug and they hug this little 10 foot wide stretch of trees along the creek. So we uh, actually moved down about 30 yards and just got upset on the corner post. I'm sitting on the corner post, Jesse's like three feet to my right and behind me and uh, we're just sitting there bullshitting. I look down the field edge and here comes a doe and a fawn and then I'm thinking, okay, yeah, doe and fawn running. It's windy. They're skittish. They're going to run. And the Jesse smacks me. He's like, get your, get your fucking gun. Here he comes. And I look down and, like, I almost puked, literally, seeing that deer of many people's lifetimes uh, running right at us. I mean, 
scramble mode to say the least really uh really set in i really would rather had any gun but a muzzleloader that <laughs> yeah, day I know. <laughs> to, say, to say the least you know having having one shot and one shot only to try to kill this deer that's haunted me for a month straight on a full trot too i mean yeah i think it was more in a trot yeah he, he was, was was he chasing those does yeah, yeah, yeah. he was chasing her yeah. he didn't even pay us no mind i mean you well, can I mean, see in we, the video i'm screaming at the deer yeah like it went I mean, it literally blowing so hard like he was 40 yards away and he couldn't even hear me scream well, i don't think he cared i mean we were like the video i think they toned the audio down because we were screaming yeah at that i was going to say you said the wind was blowing so hard but I, you can't hear any wind noise in the oh, yeah. I mean, audio it was li- yeah I mean, grant we were, did a good job at uh fixing the audio we yeah were hollering at that deer to stop and he wouldn't it was everything i could do to like keep my composure at this point like you've got it a drop time buck nonetheless that anybody would love to shoot in a, a drop time buck of 165 plus caliber coming right your way right down broadway right in wide open you know growing up as a kid you run deer drives and everybody's been there done that and you shoot some deer on the run here and there but it's not something you really practice i don't write i don't deliberately go out and try to shoot moving targets with a shotgun or a muzzleloader just to say i do it so it's like to say that it was skill would be bullshit. I mean, I've shot several deer running, but I mean, I'd say nine times out of ten at that range with that with that tackle in my hand, that's you're gonna fail or you're gonna make a bad shot. And yeah, you just dropped him, man. Yeah. Just smoked I actually him. watched the footage the other day again, just for just for shits and giggles. To bring and back old memories. Just to bring it back because I tear up every time I watch it still, and I slow mo it and stopped and took a snapchat sent it to jesse like you can see like if you stop in the right perfect spot you can see like the impact spot on his shoulder about half of an inch behind his front shoulder blade where i hit that deer and he just sandwiched on the ground that's the thing people don't realize it's like i mean we hunted that deer every time we could and it failed i did that's the first time you ever saw him i'd say literally out of the we 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 didn't really hunt him right off the get-go because we weren't sure what he was doing so, and it took a good two, two, three times of checking cameras before we kind of figured out what this deer's routine was doing. And strangely enough, in the rut, this deer is actually moving on a routine. And most often times, though, it was 11 to 1 in the middle of the night. So really, it's a Hail Mary, to say the least, that we're even going to see the damn thing. And every nine days, we had was on trail camera. Every nine days. It was weird. And actually, we... The morning Matt shot his other buck on the ground that that year. We were hunting. You shot two bucks on the ground the same year. On the same farm. All right, all right. On the same farm. <laughs> okay. We, we the just across the road where I'd already shot one a couple the, years prior. The year the morning we were we hunted that deer, phantom. We got down and we're like, let's go on the other side of the road. Let's just try it. We're gonna try him out. Next morning, we didn't see anything that night. Next morning, we're gonna go back over there. I bet it wasn't 40 minutes when we had, I mean, killed that, that nine. That nine, yeah, deer we didn't really know at all. We had a little bit, a few pictures of him, like, right within that three, four-day time period, but we didn't realize we had him until we checked the cards. So we were just going over there on a whim, about like it usually is. Basically trying to guess where this... We're trying to figure out where this, this deer's living. Deer is. You know, it's... it's, it's you'd, you'd literally, like, laugh if I if you saw... Where are these deer are getting killed at? It's it's absurd. It's I'm, I mean, we hear that a lot on here though. Is people like 
like James, you know, he's hunting like ten acre pieces where there's no timber for miles, mm-hmm. and he's exactly shooting giant and he's shooting giant deer off of it. So that might be something to think about. Those little bitty pieces that no one ever kind of like my piece that I shoot. You know, I mean, people would look at that and be like, no, you know, it's too small. And then, you know, you yeah. you, shoot, you can shoot deer off of it. You just got to do it right. And like you said, you you guys are you're worried about access. You know, you're trying to figure out where this deer is by camera and then accessing the right and for those small pieces access is is like your biggest your biggest oh, fail yeah. factor yeah, i oh, think yeah. nine times out of ten like you can't even you can't even pull in this lady's yard to go hunt this property of a morning because she's got security lights and the deer more often times there's usually the a couple does they're in the alfalfa field right in her backyard it's like a 25 30 yard wide alfalfa field that hooks her timber you can't pull in there because as soon as you're 60 yards 80 yards from the truck it's over before yeah. you can get started so you really got to think outside the box when you're hunting this property most oftentimes we hunt it up an evening because of that reason and sometimes we kind of get hung up and have to stay a little later than usual because the deer come into this alfalfa field or we get pegged and you can't get down or it's a it's a tough place to hunt it really is but it has big rewards obviously and it's it's a, a lot of fun just to pull out absurd ways to see how we can trick these deer and uh, catch it on film get it on video to say that you know yeah killing two of them out of a brush out of well i guess two of them out of a pile of junk and then uh one of them out of a ditch and then obviously the biggest one out of lawn chairs in the middle of like we weren't even in the brush we we're just sitting up underneath the trees <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i thought one of them you were walking out but no okay no. So. No, the one, this, well, the one this last year we did. Uh, we, it was uh, about hunted. literally. I I can't make this up. I it's it'll drop in a, you know I think it's going to drop in a couple weeks or whatever, maybe even longer. Um, but it was literally a ten minute hunt. We on the way to the to the place. Him and I are like, get there, set up, let everything calm down for a few minutes, and rattle. And we That's did exactly that. Rattled and literally two minutes later he's running in so we'll go into this hunt too since we're on the since we're on this subject i just but before we move on i just want to say that the hunt for phantom just because you were so jacked up that was like that's <laughs> yeah. like one of my favorite hunts that you know you don't have like i mean it's not as like you know cool as the buck coming in you know and you shoot but just yeah. the you get so jacked up just okay. pure emotion i like relate to that stuff you i mean that was just sweet you know i mean what it's all about i get made fun of a lot of times because of my reaction no dude kill, i'm the same way i'm the same way i'm i say some pumps. absurd stuff <laughs> yeah. my fist pumps and the f-bomb gets thrown more than you think yeah uh, oh yeah yeah at, when you put that much time and effort and uh, thought into trying to figure out how you're going to kill an animal like that and to actually get lucky enough to do it on such absurd circumstances and weather and just the, just the thought, like, yeah, we're not probably never even going to see this deer, let yeah. alone, you know. And then the first time we see him put a shot like that that's, like, once-in-a-lifetime shot, and to have Jesse come in clutch and make sure he had it on film is uh, outstanding. It, it, uh, yeah, good job getting it on again. film, dude. I'll because, probably never yeah. do that again. I don't know how you got it on focus, for one, and then in frame for the two. lighting too because he literally flipped the camera yeah. on and pushed record and he was like 75 yards away running at us i had just 
We were trying to film the does that every, were coming every, first, and that's what I've learned. He looked down, and he was there. That's what I've learned the past, you know, since we've been doing this with DSLRs. Is you know, the lighting changes so often. I mean, middle of the day, obviously, you know, sun's out. You're not gonna have to worry about it. When that sun starts setting, you you don't realize it until you play with some DSLRs how quickly you lose light. So, and we weren't even there that long. We we might have been there for 45, 45 minutes. minutes. But it's just a routine. Like every 15 minutes, I'll just click the camera on, adjust the lighting, shut right back off. If I'm not filming anything, or just wanted to check it, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I had just checked the lighting a few minutes before, and it was, I mean, it was pretty much spot on. From yeah, yeah, we yeah. It, it was, and, it was incredible, man. And, yeah, the, yeah, and then it was super cool because you had him in frame a little bit too when you did it, which I don't even know how you guys did, but I, well. If we you, were if very you, far away if, from each yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, with we're him. like right here. Yeah, he was pretty much over the shoulder. But if you us. if you listen to the to the watch the episode again, you'll hear Matt yelling at the deer, and then mm-hmm. you, at the last second, I mean, hurry he up. wouldn't have even heard me, but I said, "Hurry up, you got to kill him," and I about I had "hurry up" out of my mouth, and he pulled the trigger, which I'm sure he was already pulling, but it was I, just kind of. I don't know. Yeah, it was like we were thinking the, the scope was brown. We were thinking yeah. the exact same <laughs> thing, so. What I want to see is is the is the raw version. I want yeah. to see all the raw stuff the before it got edited in. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, that's, well, I mean it's going to be a little less clean cut to say the least <laughs> yeah. as far as language. And, <laughs> Not really though. I mean we were. Oh, I don't know. I watched it the other day, and there's a few uh, choice words there. See, I don't. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like obscene, like taunting that I killed him or anything. Just just pure excitement. Yeah. And, words just flow and it's really hard to keep those words from coming when you're so accustomed to saying it on a daily basis in a yeah. construction world yeah you know it's it just kind of comes naturally i uh, I, th- I i feel you there because when when you hunt you know a buck or something yeah. the excitement of getting a deer down but then you're like man i finally beat that that buck you know that's when that's when the you know the crazy excitement comes like me i said that was money last year. I mean, I never say that. <laughs> but I was like, whatever. I, mean, it, I was it just like, comes out. Yeah, just like a rapper, you know. I'm like, that was money. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that was from the get go. I mean, we checked that card and and it was that was Matt's deer. I yeah. mean, I yeah, would I have pulled the trigger on him if if I had the gun? Of course I would. I wouldn't have let him pass. But I did not hunt on that farm one time because. That was and, Matt's. That's and the whole reason I got this farm anyway was because I, my dad, like, six years ago prior to us even, you know, thinking about it, he's like, there was we were coming home from your youngest sister's dance lessons, and there was a huge double drop tied buck with his head in the apple tree in this lady's yard. And I always thought that in the back of my head, like, maybe there'll be a big deer there. So I knocked on this lady's door one day, and lo and behold, she knew my grandma. They went to school together 60-some years ago, 70 years ago. And that's how I got permission to hunt this farm. Oh, we got a couple. Literally, got, I, this lady knew my grandma from 70-plus years ago, and she said, sure, you can hunt it. There's a guy that traps it, but, you know, just those relationships from the 1930s, you know, got me a place to hunt, and I've killed four Pope and Young bucks on it. Wow. It's, uh, don't overlook those little places, man. Yeah. You don't. You really don't. I mean, honestly, all of our places combined – have probably less than like all of them total have less than 50 acres of timber on them wow it's like five six places yeah it's probably pretty close 
Just just your guys's or the whole team? Just just ours. I mean, those guys are welcome to come down and hunt our farms or whenever they want. But Matt and I's the places we actually have access to hunt are, are yeah are all basically small pieces. I think we might have one <laughs> one piece that's a little bigger, and we don't even really hunt it all that much. But it's surrounded by an outfitter that literally doesn't care. They're shooting hundred inches all the time, or they're got their clients. I guess would be, and it's just it's not even worth it. You go out there and you're you got deer on camera, and then you see them posted on Facebook that you didn't even really care if you ever saw the deer. I mean, it used to be really good twenty years ago, ten even fifteen years ago was really good, but it's uh, drastically gotten worse over the last ten twelve years, just due to the that crazy amount of pressure. Yeah. Like cramp, like cramp. Oh my god. <laughs> Stretch it out, man. Yeah, I, I uh I lost some really awesome shed hunting ground for two years, um, to an outfitter and uh shed hunted for like maybe eight years and then lost it and then I finally got it back because he, he tanked. So I got her back yeah. now and I didn't get to hunt it shed hunt it this year, but I got the mushroom hunted again, which was awesome. But you guys were talking about like that that's his buck. You know, you guys decided that that was his buck. Yep. I mean, so I want to get into like you guys obviously hunt together all the time, right? Yep, yep. So there's so many questions that I have like how do you choose bucks or how do you choose who hunts, who who films? I mean and how how long have you guys been friends? How long have you guys been hunting hunting together? You know. We've known each other since we were 16. Yeah, probably close. So over 10 years now. Well, just a little over 10 years now. Started out playing sports against each other in high school, and then we started playing on the same Legion baseball team and uh, just kind of blossomed from there. Um, I get picking who hunts first. Uh, usually Matt and I do some sort of a, a – challenge against each other and oh, whoever like went that. whoever wins i think two years in a row we we did that we went asian carp hunting or fishing in peoria um and i think it was the first one that shot a fish got to hunt i think this yeah, last, a lot of times i try to get him to hunt but he's like no no i want to film i think this last year i think he just let me but neither of us care i mean we don't we do care we don't care who hunts i don't i i, I like to film just as much and, and it's you're you're hunting. You're still hunting. You're still out there, but you're not the one that has the firearm or the bow, which is, you know, but you're still it's still the experience. Like, yeah, that deer's gonna sit in Matt's house for the rest of his life, but it's just it's a part of me too. Like I was there. I experienced that whole thing. I experienced the the first trail cam picture, all the hunts leading up to that deer, and, and being there catching on film. Deer's gonna be a part of me too. Let's just put it into perspective here. Sorry, I interrupted. No. Um, I killed a buck October 26th last year by myself. Jesse was working. I got laid off the day before. Good so. buck, by the way. Yeah, props for getting that on, in <laughs> on, on, by yourself, yeah. dude. That Believe was me, it was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, we, we heard a bleep on the interview. Post, there, there was shot. There, yeah. was that was, there, <laughs> there was more than one. They cut the footage Let's down just significantly. Say, when, he, when he sent me everything to so I could watch it, I'm like... Oh, they're not going to make an episode God. out of this. They're not. There's no way they're going to do this. But I told him, I was like, I've already killed a buck. I killed a buck I wanted to kill. We've got, at, prior to uh, prior to us finding out about this, the second buck I ended up killing, um, we had another deer, Jimmy Steve, that had Jesse's name written all over it. I killed the biggest deer we had the year prior. 
and Jimmy, Steve, Jesse, we had him as a three-year-old, and he's like, I want to kill this deer next year as a four-year-old because we have to kill him at four where we hunt at because we'll just, like, this last year we had nine bucks, two and a half to four and a half before deer season, only one of them survived. I mean, out of nine deer on one farm, only one of them survived. So, so it, it, is that just because the winter or what, no, it's what because you got going? of the hunting pressure? Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so is this on the the super small farm that you're talking about this earlier? Is one of the super one small of, yeah, one farm. Of, one of our so is one, this, a place we lease. Is it a bunch of people or is it just it's one same same couple guys? I mean, they're they kind of got a vendetta against me, I guess, because I I kind of put him in a bind i offered the guy money because i'm sick of these guys shooting our young deer all the time yeah. so he's 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 mad at me right now because i said look i was like i wouldn't have tried to get this property if you just leave some of these young deer alone just shoot some does fill your freezer this guy goes out there with tags and everybody in his family's name and fills them so it's it's one of them things that's really frustrating to have a guy like that as a neighbor who just doesn't care yeah shows up first day of gun season drives his four-wheeler to where he's sitting gets off sits in a chair and shoots every nice deer that you've let go a dozen times it's frustrating and i've had to deal with it for 15 years now 20 years almost since i started hunting this guy's been there and it's just it's increasingly gotten worse over the years but no i i shot my buck not really far from there on a couple farms couple properties over and i told jesse i said you know this is your chance to kill jimmy steve like we're gonna hunt him you're gonna hunt i'm not gonna hunt until you kill him well Jesse started feeling guilty because I filmed him like 10, 12 times in a row. And he's like, I don't want to hunt today. He's like, you filmed me for like two and a half weeks straight. Or two, or wasn't, even, wasn't even that long. I don't remember. It was like a week Either straight. Way. You kind of feel guilty him. when it's like we're, we're supposed to be, a, you know, a team or whatever. And, and you know, he, granted he had already killed a buck. It's like, man, like it's your turn to hunt. So I let him go. And, uh, and uh, yeah. I had a choice between going and killing a deer I knew I could probably kill or going and killing a deer that I knew I could probably kill. <laughs> it's just which one did I want to shoot. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to go hunt Jimmy Steve. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay away from him. I know where he's living at. Or we At least we got a pretty good idea where he's living at. And I was like, I'm not doing that to Jesse. So we went over because we had already checked the card that morning after our hunt and we saw that this, this Interstate 10 was there that morning and he was heading towards where I shot Phantom. We're like, well, we know where he's going to be at. He's not going to be too terribly far. So uh, we took a nap, dicked around for a little while, grabbed a bite to eat on the way out. We're already dressed, you know, because we're like, uh, you know, we're either going to kill one or not. We roll up to this place and uh, get out of the truck, start messing around, grabbing our shit, and walk down the hill and we're like okay where are, they, where are we going to set up at we don't have a stand we don't have nothing <laughs> like where's a good where, where's a good spot to sit to stand or sit or something and i'm like we get kind of close down where there's a little creek crossing i was like oh my like, dude there's there's a sweet ditch over there that we could probably stand in and just kind of barely have our heads poking out so he's like let's go check it out so we walk over there and we get all set up down in there break some sticks off kind of look around we're like this could work this could this could really really work and like jesse said earlier we weren't there 15 minutes like i did an interview like most absurd interview i've probably taken in my life right before rattling and hit the horns and he come wrapping around the corner like within five feet of where i was sitting when i shot yeah. phantom i think i mean these people that are gonna listen to this are probably like these guys don't know these what they're doing. Idiots. we had a we did have a plan on what we were gonna do with this deer deer we were going to hunt matt just said 
you know, we, we just went out there. I mean, we knew what we were going to do, but we, just had to find we didn't out know where, we where exactly we were going to be. So, yeah. Hey, if it works, it works. I'm not knocking it. Today, bro, don't fix and, it. And, it, like, before you said that, I'm over here like, man, this, that sounds fun as shit. Like, we went on a dough. It was dough season, right? Yep. And, like, yep. I never just, like, go and sit on the ground somewhere or, like, walk through my property. And we did that. It was fun as hell. We we talked about it on a like a post hunt episode how fun it was just to go like and what, just go aimlessly. Yeah, just go aimlessly in the woods. And he missed the doe. I mean, I don't even know how he missed her. He, oh, mi- hey. he missed the doe. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. yeah, so it would have been successful. I'm editing that out. <laughs> it would have been successful, but we literally just aimlessly went out there like. Well, let's just go set here, and if we see anything on the way, we see anything on the way. It was snow-covered. It was that late doe season during shotgun, and, I mean, we had a blast. So I could imagine you guys just, mm-hmm. you know, you got a plan, but you're kind of going out there like, oh, you know, this could work, and you're, like me and him, we're talking back and forth, you know, should we set here, should we set here? You're getting a game plan, and then when it comes together, even if it would have came together on a doe, but when it comes together on an awesome buck, right. I mean, that's got to be super sweet mm-hmm. when you're just like, you know, we just went out there, ate some, Ate some food on the way and set up, you know, and shot a deer. I mean, it's doable. People do it all the time. It's oh, just, yeah. well, other. And it was like a virgin run for the new rattling antlers too, because the day oh. I shot my first buck, I uh, drove over the set and broke the tines off of one of the horns. So it was a virgin run for a new antler. Luckily, so. they were tines down, huh? Oh, you broke. Oh, you got new ones. Okay. I I, I, I was man. I didn't run over the one side of a rattling antler. His knees are like the best horns known to man like they <laughs> rattle in countless big deer they rattle them in with can't matt doesn't kill them <laughs> and uh well they rattled in two last year and i did all right and uh no i broke one of them and i about threw up because they're not even mine they're my dad's and i drove over the one set and broke every tine off of it there's actually a clip on one of our episodes jesse let laughing about not having any tines on it he actually rattled with them without tines just, on the just one the horn. beams yeah just, just the, the beams, beams. <laughs> some straight beam rattle Clank. sound like tree monsters <laughs> Got monster spikes going at it you know other than that though like to to we don't really pick a pick a deer i mean we matt had phantom of course and i had jimmy steve and that's another story to be told at a different time or whatever but other than that there's you know we might pick a deer out we might not if you know pins up we've got all our shooters and then whoever's hunting is gonna kill it i mean i've got a deer this year that i'm gonna go after just because matt you want a tank really bad just because matt's got a deer that looks exactly like him and he's just uh he's got a a deer he's a straight four point side and the other side's a spike nice so i've got sweet. one i don't need another one yeah he wants an ugly deer he's, he's smart. Ugly. he can have he's it. ugly and I, I want him that's so cool yeah that's probably my target deer this year as long as he you know does what he's supposed to do i've got one he just hasn't uh, made an appearance yet yeah he's there's, haunting me there's that one too <laughs> he's haunting and me bad that one might not just be matt's Let's just, let's just say that. <laughs> that might be a free-for-all. He's haunting me bad right that now. That one's a free-for-all. So who's hunting first this year? Yeah. Whoever Rock, wants, paper, scissors. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some, we'll do some challenge or, or something. Something dumb. But, yeah. uh, one thing I will say is, like, you, got, you guys are super successful at rattling. Like, when we watch your hunts, I mean, it seems like you guys rattle in a lot of bucks, you know, and that's something that, like, a couple years ago, it was awesome, but last year during the rut, I didn't have any success at all. But 
I'm a little unorthodox too. I blind rattle. We yeah I mean, yeah I I, I, blind I, of course I know I a lot of people hate doing that. They no. like to sight rattle deer from three four hundred yards. Yeah away, no I'll blind rattle I'll too. Blind rattle like I've a had man. awesome yeah. success. But like I was telling you earlier, the buck that I shot this year, blind rattled them in the year before. You know, and I'd already shot a buck, so I ended up passing him. But I mean, it does work. I don't. I would say. Most of the time we blind. Rattle. I would say seventy five percent of the time we even rattled in general we rattled a deer in. Not I mean, we're talking we're horns. talking deer from you know that are magical horns. Magic horns. Magic horns. Year and a half. They are the magic cursed horns. Where are they at? Year Where are they at? Year and a half old at home. to five and a half. <laughs> What's your address, man? What's <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you they work. If I can shoot a buck like Phantom, I'm gonna just come in there and <laughs> snatch them up. They're uh, they're locked up for right now. No, they're uh, he's got him on a shrine. <laughs> got a nice, nice uh, recessed light looking over top. Nice. <laughs> yeah, seeing at my place, I mean, you know, I I do some blind rattle, and I don't get too carried away because even when we try to rattle with a deer in, you know, you can see it, they just don't respond, and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it rattling at my place just does not work. Period. Some they've seen that song people. and dance from yeah. the neighbors time and time again, or been pestered. Well, I, Matt and I talk a lot. It's a deer. I mean, it depends on the kind of attitude they're in. I don't, you know, a, a, a certain farm deer might just be more laid back or or more aggressive. Like the farm, you know, we one farm we, we rattle and All they're time. gonna come. They're aggressive. I'm really anal about that too. Like I, a lot of people don't do it, but a lot of our trail cameras are ran on video mode, and I do that. For, for specific reasons, I like to see a deer, how deer's transitioning through an area, how, Better, yeah. how can... he acts towards other deer in his close proximity, how he his his just main temperament is when he's just feeding or whatever. If he's alert, if he's you know real relaxed, like I like to look at that and I study that stuff and I look at pictures from two three years prior if we've we've got a deer for that long and I really study that stuff and it makes a difference when crunch time hits and you know well uh, there's i sure as hell i'm not going to call if i see this deer because he's right. not going to come because he's always by himself he's never never with deer, any other deer, deer yeah. in camera he's never he's never uh relaxed when he's walking through an area he's always looking over his shoulder he's yeah that's a good tip freaked man. video out. mode and then a lot of people run video mode just to get like a better feel of what the buck cool is stuff. you know right. yeah but the way you're doing it, I mean, you're doing it for knowledge, which is super cool. You know, if you got it set where, like that stand I I hung, if we switch that to video mode, we would know if they're running the ridge or they're running mm-hmm. 15, on 15, 20 yards on the flat. You know, we would know. So that's something that I probably need to do. I need to go, because on picture mode, we're not going to be able to tell. There's no way. I There's mean. a lot of people out there that, and it's, you know, that's fine. That's the way you want to be. But a lot of people strictly use their trail cameras as just like just to get pictures yeah just to get pictures a lot of like matt and i are like we actually dissect of what you know what they're doing or or, and it helps out like a lot of people just a big difference i want to get a big deer on camera well if we get a big deer on camera matt and i are trying to figure out what the heck he's going to do yeah right so with you guys running on video mode um what kind of SD cards are you guys running, and how big gigs are they? Usually. 32, 32 gigs. gigs. So how often are you checking them? Because, like, I I run 32 gig cards in my cams, and I'm just worried about, you know, I'll let them soak for four or five weeks before I get to check them because i got to drive so far, but I'm just worried about it filling up with video before I get to check This is the same guy it. that gets, like, five 
stellar bucks in daylight. I'm like, what What are all these deer doing in daylight, man? This is like right by your stand. And then he's got it on video mode in daylight. I'm like, what are you doing not hunting? You know? <laughs> It'll... So, in, in know, my truck in picture, you can actually see my stand in late season. You can see my stand from. Yeah. We don't have a, a high density of deer where we hunt at. We we just don't. And I live within ten minutes of ninety percent of the places we hunt. So I'm checking them four or five yeah. days every four or five it, days, whether Jesse it, can come or not. It I'm also it also depends on the time of year. Like right now, we're not checking cameras for two weeks. And I drive my truck right to them. People, a lot of people are anal and weird about exhaust scent but i'd rather them see my vehicle of me driving in there rather than me walking yeah or even have camps i know some deer freaked out if they see a guy walking in camouflage walking in there they're like Ooh, and they take off running but i drive my truck and they're a lot less scared of a vehicle because it could be a farmer it could be yeah. just a normal a big regular buck, a big joe buckle driving drive, in there a big buckle they drive right by him but you yeah, start walking he's gone yeah see i think you got to be one way or the other you got to go right be able to drive right to your camera or you have to go in there like you're hunting if it's check deep it on the if way it, in. yeah if it's deep you know? right yep yeah we i mean we've done that well, we do both yeah. so you guys have any the moultrie mobile set up uh, no not, not right yet now. not right now yeah. we don't not yet i mean yeah. we will i got i got one of those i have way deep in there and i, I love it, it I, I hung it on i hung it on homie stand right now I'm, I used I'm wasting for, my mobile cam on his stand he won't even let me hunt his piece <laughs> i but, used uh, it for turkey season and it, i mean it was it was awesome. Yeah. Hell, we had a camera way back in this spot last year. We didn't even check it. We didn't even get around to checking it because the deer bed way back in yeah. there, and we didn't want to bump them. So it was, it was a while. Well, well, it was when we pulled was when we pulled the damn things down after deer season. Was when we checked the card. Well, then you got all that <laughs> intel from all year though. Undisturbed, undisturbed intel, you yeah. know. And it was, it, it didn't have much year. on it. It was kind of in a trappy spot. It was like a hail mary spot where mm. we're. But we did we did get a little intel of a buck that should be a, a pretty pretty good solid deer this year. He actually was in there early October, and we never really knew he came in there early October until we got that video. So that's a good little tidbit of info that may come in to be lethal on his end. Nice. Yeah, that's where I run my mobile. Is like I have a stand that I the stand I shot my buck out of last year. I seen the buck get out of bed. The only reason I got in there and is because it was raining and it was windy. Then the rain quit. And uh, it's right on top of them. And that, I mean, I get, yeah. I mean, it is mobile cam, so I just let it run. And I don't don't ever check it. I run lithium ions, big SD card. I'll let it run all year. I won't even touch it, you know, as long as it, as long as my phone says it's good. Right, exactly. It's yeah. good. I don't There's even go in there. in there if you don't have to. But <laughs> the only reason I go in there, and like I told homie, I said, I don't go in there unless I'm killing a deer. You know, I mean, like that stand's not... I'm going to go hunt. It's like, I'm going to go kill this deer. You know, that's how I hunt that stand. I got other stands. I was like, well, I'm gonna, I got, you know, got off work early. I'm going to go hunt. I'll go here. But that's that's the that's killing a, stand, you know. There's Matt and I have a stand like that at, on the piece that he shot his first buck off this year, and I shot mine off last year. We hung it, and we're like, killing tree for sure. We didn't hunt it once. We didn't want to get they back in there. In yeah, there. you get it. You don't want to get in there. That's a freaking brand new summit in it. Summit, summit mammoth tree stand, just Cadillac of all tree stands, and we didn't even go there. Nope, we didn't. I mean, yeah. and, and we, I guarantee, in the rut, I'll put money on it. We'll yeah. kill, we will kill. Basically, it's you've got the one mile we hunt in that we hunt on like the east end of the mile, and uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. And, uh, so we hunt on the east end of this one mile, and then between th- that spot and 
this farm where we got is about 150 acres of CRP. And then on the opposite side, there's about a 60 acre sanctuary is what I would call it because the guy doesn't hunt. And Megaville right there. And there's a creek. There's a, there's a creek and there's a creek that runs into a Y. It's 10 yards of trees, 10 yards of trees most of the way down through oh here. Gosh. And, a, and it's just a gigantic a picture, funnel. baby. It's a gigantic <laughs> funnel. It's a cattle pasture. We literally used to hunt it and have cows under our stand. But the what guys kind of wind you need? Northwest? Nope. Oh. Need southeast blow you right oh, down the water. Man. Keep you right. That's tough. Yeah, that's it tough. Is tough. <laughs> keep you, you can, right. Keep you, can, you right you in can, the creek. You that can way. get by on a little bit. You can oh. get by on a west wind sometimes. You can get north winds real kind of sketchy because it's at your back the whole way in there. The whole yeah. place is yeah. bad on north wind. Yeah. Well, I keep telling Cody he needs to get a stand set up for a south wind on his piece, but he just never listens to me. I cannot hunt my piece on a south wind. It's like literally, but and when, then literally 10, 12 days out of October, south. it's south wind. I just go to public. There you go. But every time I get a giant on trail cam, south, south wind. wind. South There's wind. a reason for that. <laughs> I know, man. They, yeah. they know. They know. Set lock up and get in there and kill him. Yeah. The, the, Take, you got to risk it to get yeah. the biscuit. <laughs> you were saying about not going to that stand, yeah. right? So this year, I'm we're going to do a, two, two guys hunting. We're going to hunt. A, you know, I was going to put him in a good stand, and I was going to go back to the stand that I killed my buck in. So, uh it's it's one of those days it's like crazy windy you know like 30 35 mile an hour winds and uh, i mentioned this on the last episode where it was one o'clock and he was like i'm done i'm going home i was i said all day i'm a like huge believer i'll i'll do like eight ten all day sets once i get in there i pack enough snacks for like four guys i'm solid <laughs> for the day dug in like a kid yeah I eat, I eat a lot of food in the tree stand man <laughs> but but uh he we were lowering his bow down awesome eight pointer comes in got trail cam pictures of him he'd actually he'd actually mess not got a shot on the deer earlier in the season one o'clock comes in chasing does if i would have been in the stand that i was going to set in and not did a double set with him but i didn't want to like you're saying you didn't want to push back in there because you're like i'm not going it's too far i would have killed that deer came right out of there you know but he i would double set with him you know and if he wouldn't have been lowering his be- bow we still would kill the deer but lowering his beer yeah yeah we're trying to we're trying to pull the bow up and then him get drawn on it and it well, was we, we had a no similar good. situation to that this year we were climbing down out of the stand him. grouchy as hell cold jimmy him. steve ran away from us yeah. that day he was within 30 yards twice Less and we didn't get that. a shot man. yeah but i so was we saw was, like 18 or 19 deer right we're like okay it's been like four hours since we saw a deer everything was like first hour and a half is dead it's like 11 o'clock we're like it's crappy weather which we shouldn't never got out of the tree anyway first of november cloudy windy we should have never got out of the tree but we're climbing down right so we're I'm, jesse's halfway down the tv tower and i look over to my left and i'm getting ready to get down i'm like dude get your ass back up the tree there's five does coming right now and uh he come back up the tree. Jesse's raising his bow up, and there's deer standing under the stand. I'm like, holy crap, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, we're in this giant maple with limbs everywhere, so they can't see us. And I'm getting the camera back out of the bag, filming oh, these deer, yeah. filming these deer running in. I'm like, which one you want to shoot, dude? Because <laughs> he hadn't killed a deer yet, and he's like, I need one. I need a doe kill for reason. We'd seen like nine or ten different does already that day, and they weren't even any of this group. Yeah. So we're like, this is that's plenty. We can shoot one of these deer, you know, where they're gonna more than likely die is not gonna hurt anything. And 
So the, the fifth one, like the last one that comes rolling in, stops right where I shot potential a few years ago. I'm like, kill her. Shot her, and she ran out in the middle of the field and died. And we were trying to leave, you know, and deer just pop out of nowhere. I guess the moral of the story there is even when you want to get down, you should always wait an extra 30 minutes just to be safe. Yeah. I learned that at a young age, turkey hunting, because I wasn't even hunting. I was just going with my dad, you know, trying to get the experience. We're hunting. It's probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock. He's like, hey, man, what do you think we move across the field? You know, we've seen some turkeys over there in the morning, and uh, I, I shit you not. We moved over there not 20 minutes after. 14 turkeys, <laughs> eight toms come out, and they would have been about eight yards. Oh, my God. So the, the lesson I learned is, okay, if you be like, all right, I'm going to get down at 10 o'clock or I'm going to get down at 1030, when it hits 1030, you're in there for another half hour. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Stay. Stay, stay, stay. One thing I want to say is, like, a lot of people wouldn't be stoked about this, but I'm stoked about, like, are you guys going to release a doe episode? Because we have one this year. Yeah, because your intro just has some does that are just about ready to get smoked, and then they cut out. You're not, seriously, you're not the, like, I I think I know, like, ten people that are like, dude, I love watching doe. Yeah, I just like, like that. Like, a lot of people don't produce that stuff, but I just... I think it's because you can get like seven kills in yeah, like yeah. an episode. Yeah. Which is you just smacking them. You know, yeah. I love killing. I love watching a big buck get killed. You know, and then tying in a story, but just seven, eight does getting <laughs> smoked. I mean, I, lo- I love that too, dude. On the on the, on their intro, yeah, that that light knock, of knocks just, just flying across that cornfield and then cuts off. I'm like, <laughs> the doe oh. is just chilling. She's yeah. Like, yeah, everything's good. You know? <laughs> we really don't kill that many does between Jesse and I. We really don't. It's not that we don't try. I mean, we, yeah. we try like we hell try. like the first 25, 30 days of the season. We're like, we got to kill some does. I wouldn't we say kill. 25. Like I had a whiff fest all first like two weeks of October this year. <laughs> Straight whiff fest. Like, got them all out, obviously. Yeah, it was right. bad. Like if you watch, I, I can't remember it if it's the intro or one of the one of the end of the episodes. It, I don't think it, he put it in anything. I, he, he shoots and misses and I'm like, he, we have the, uh, the back angle verb. and I'm like, and I'm like, should I shoot head it? Like, this other one comes me? out and I shoot at her and I'm like, God damn it, I missed that one too <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> Two in the same evening, yeah, so I'm down there like. You can't lie about missing when it's on film, huh? You'd be like, I'm like, God damn it, I'm down here in the daylight picking my arrows up out of the field so I can still hunt. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I, I, I guess you just got to guess you just gotta go with the ones on the run. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're better under pressure. It's, yeah, it's when yeah. you're in pressure is when yeah. you're clutch. Is I think he missed. Yeah, and I'm, I, missed. I the same stand I shot stand out of. I misjudged the doe. She was like, she was really like sixty, but I thought she was fifty, and she was dead to rights, like in the wide open. I'm like, she's she's dead. <laughs> shot right underneath of her. I'm like, oh my god. And then three or four days later, I killed Stan out of the same tree. Yeah, half the did not even half the distance. Just yeah, just under stress. Understood. Gotta make it count. Yeah, the doe is, you're like, ah, oh, it's just a doe. You just pull up. I'm just trying to kill her just it. to say I killed her. The yeah. farmer wants us to shoot does. I mean, so we go out there and kill, try to kill a couple does a year and take him to deer salami, and he's happy. We're happy. Oh, he's yeah. letting us hunt. And we gotta kill the does, man. Like, that, my piece, shit, everybody I know could come out there and kill a doe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing is just loaded. Well, most of the places we hunt, we don't shoot them because everybody else is. Yeah, man, that. I told I text only during shotgun season. I'm like I have nine does within 40 yards right now. I'm like Jesus. shoot him. And then I'm like I'm like a buck's got to come right. I've been and it was so cold. People were texting me. It was like nine and everybody's like I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm like I'm staying. And it was like 11. Does are bedded by my stand. 
I want to get out, right? I, I don't think I've shared this story. So I'm like, how can I get out of this stand? Because I was frozen, you know? I'm like, how can I get out of this stand without, you know, Blowing alerting everything. these does? So I'm like, okay. So I got, like, I always carry, like, a second rope sling to hook my harness to. I'm like, I'm going to throw this, <laughs> like, in their direction, you know? And then maybe that'll scare them away. <laughs> Chucked it, landed, nothing. Didn't even <laughs> move, man. I was like, what the? And then luckily, like, a, a forked horn or something, six-pointer came and bumped him off. I'm like, thank God a six-pointer came because I was about to die from frostbite. I'm about to there. shoot one of these yeah. does so I can um, leave. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to do. Yeah, I literally throw a, a you know a, a safety harness rope out of the tree towards these does nothing and that's like we say when you got a place where the deer are just stupid because the pressure's low yep. and I, it's not really like the pressure's low around you it's just that they feel so secure on that piece because i don't hunt it and i always hunt it perfect you know yep. and then when you go in there they're like oh i'm cool i'm safe here you know yep. and they were just they were literally bedding getting up 15 yards eating acorns going back to yep. bed going to eat i'm like something's gonna show up something no i'm just standing there i'm and that's a bad thing so all these does are coming in and i stand up right so now i'm standing and i got like the bow hook the the big long one i'm using that as my shotgun rest so now i'm standing for like an hour and a half and then i realized i don't have a glove on because i took my glove (laughs) off to shoot shoot my my gun you know so now i have a frozen hand i'm just standing there like yep a buck's gonna come any second no no and then i'm like i gotta get out of here so don't try that. Don't work, man. We had a buck one time. We were desperately trying to get him out of there. Like, he had two does bedded underneath the stand. Oh, I yeah. literally Forget I literally was eating my breakfast with the deer, like eating <laughs> Pop-Tarts with the deer 30 yards away, pegged with two does. Yeah. Had no attempt. I dropped a Gatorade bottle full of milk out of the tree on accident. He didn't even look. I got out of the tree and got the Gatorade bottle. He got down out of the tree. The <laughs> deer's 40, milk, y- man. The deer is 40 yards away. In the wa- we're literally in the wide open in this pasture. There's crab apples trees around no leaves no nothing we're in an ash tree that's like 36 inches across great big ass ash tree and i'm like dude i need to have my milk like (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't not have something to drink with pop tarts and cereal yeah jesse's eating cosmic brownies right and we're just chilling he's deer right there and i'm he's like fucking i'm gonna get down (laughs) three he eases down the tree Steps on the ground, grabs the milk, stands there for a minute, nothing's even looking at him. Yeah. It's just like he climbs back up the tree and these deer's still there. That's just how dumb deer are in the rut. That's like, a good friend, man, to get out of the stand, get your buddy's milk. Seriously. Man. Tell you what. We've done some pretty bad things out of stands. <laughs> yeah. This one stand, we it's like the perfect bathroom stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like right over top of the creek. <laughs> like if you need to go to the bathroom, just go to the bathroom out oh, of yeah. the tree. Yeah, don't eat number hot one, wings number early two, season. Number one, number two, it doesn't matter. You yeah. go right in the correct oh, yeah. I've been toilet. there. That's true friendship right there. Yeah. yeah. You're like, man, you got to shut the camera off. I got to take it number two. <laughs> I got I to gotta go. The one time we were hunting in the rut in the middle of the day, we were hunting a big deer, and I had to go so bad. It was sickening. I'm like, Jesse, I got to go. Like, I can't help it. It's 11 o'clock. So I get down, right? Go over and lean up against this tree and start doing my thing over the to- over the oh, over God. the creek. And first thing happens, kerplunk! And you hear Jesse like thirty five yards away laughing at the tree. I'm like, we're never gonna see a deer now. I can hear you laughing from here. And I'm like, God, I hope he's not filming me right now. I'm taking a deuce in the creek. It's yeah. just I was like, God. I like how you guys you throw some comedy at the end of your episodes oh, yeah. like that. That's yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, 
There's a lot more they could throw in if they wanted to. But, yeah, you know. I'm sure. Yeah. Like if you watch this season, you see that we are the deer loading expert <laughs> in the trucks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one thing I will say. I'm so jacked to get the rest of your guys' season out, man. Like I said, I, I, I love your stuff, dude. It's appreciate that. Yeah, it's killer. I'm sure. ready to see all these bucks that you're talking about killing. I used to get to see the, the, the footage. Killing. Talking about Matt shooting deer off the ground. Jesse shot turkey off the ground with a bow. I did. How yeah. was that? It was it was awesome. So yeah, I uh, let's see, what have I? I've done that a couple times. You shot that doe at the interstate you shot that with doe that the off the ground, yeah. out of the little brush blind we made. Same farm I kill all the bucks off of. Shot a doe. But yeah, looked like you hit her with a hatchet in the chest. But yeah, I, I prior to to filming with you know with That's Garrett and Grant and everybody, I I never turkey hunted before. I never really got into it. I'm, and then. Garrett made me get a tag, and and he took me to his his piece, and we went out there, and you know it was like Calling picture perfect. It was like we were literally there. My first first time I hunted turkeys, we were there. I don't know, fifteen minutes. So it was it was awesome. I love I love and now I don't know why I never turkey hunted prior because I, I love I love it. I don't know, I like it almost more than deer. I don't know why. That's but, what I told homie. I said I'm just gonna film him turkey hunting. I'm, I'm from him. Missouri. I hate I, I've crushed so many turkeys. Like, it's just it's like, turkeys are I, stupid smart. It's not that yeah. I don't like. I love deer hunting, and it'll always be my favorite thing to do. But turkeys are a very close second. I don't know because it's it's warmer weather. No, they, yeah. they're he's you know, perfect. He's a sissy when it it's comes to cold. It's perfect napping weather, dude. You get that, you get that morning. You don't have to worry oh, about man. freezing your freaking balls off. Yeah, this place we I turkey hunt. Oh my god, it's just plum loaded, full of birds. It's Is sickening. It? The thing I like about it is, like, you know where that big yeah, tom's they at. They don't hide from you. I know. Like, if a 180 could just, you know, gobble his head off, like, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm down for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, man, dude, a turkey, you know, kind of, you know, you got him pinned down to a 20-yard radius. You know where he's at. You know if he's moving. You know if he's got hens with him. I mean, I think that's why I like turkey hunting so much is because it, it's more interactive. But I'm not going to say that there's – there's you can't beat a 160 coming crawling in on oh here, i agree you know? till you get like second third like third fourth fifth season on turkeys and then you just want to smack yourself in the head of the board <laughs> yeah and they're they know what's going on they yeah. know if you're calling to them you're trying to throw out the kitchen sink trying to get them to come to you i don't know how many of this year just straight up spanked me yeah. a lot just, i oh, mean yeah, every get... day i hunted these turkeys every day different flocks every day there's three different flocks on the farm i was hunting these turkeys different different group different day and I did everything I could possibly think of, anything I've ever read, anything I've ever done that was successful, and they just beat him, just beat lot. feet off the limb, sixteen hundred miles away, and it's yeah. like, what the hell did I do wrong? Sounds about like my luck. <laughs> this year, my turkey didn't gobble at me one time. He got he would he gobbled back to crows, and that's the only reason I knew he's coming. Mine come in silent when yeah. I shot here. Well, actually both. One I shot Mine in South Dakota, in, yeah. and then the one I shot here in Illinois. Neither Super gobbled. quiet. Kept going into half strut and then going back out. Definitely wasn't dominant. You know, no. real, like, timid. Seen my Jake decoy and then, like, shied off from it. So I waited till he got, like, 15 yards shying off and shot a straight straight chest and everything. If you bow hunt turkeys, you're a fool. Yeah. That, that's why I was telling I like him. I was like, their heads off the only much. reason I want to shoot one, I got to shoot one with the guillotine. I got to just chop a try head it, off. Yeah. I got to try it. 
Where you just get a three and a half inch ten gauge and let them get ten yeah. yards away. <laughs> I mean, there's some things on planet Earth that you're supposed to shoot in the face, and that's doves and turkeys. I think that and ducks, you know, geese. <laughs> Those stuff are just supposed to be shot in the face. I mean, everything else you can't do that. So I yeah, mean, that's no. they're just meant to do it's that. It's frowned upon if you do. We had so much fun with Matt and Jesse from Last Breath TV. Hopefully, we have a lot more coming from this team. You guys gotta check them out, man. Uh, thanks again for spending this late night with us again and uh we we appreciate you all right like we say keep hitting that play button we love you guys white tail legacy out